Hello everyone, welcome to Birdcast, the only podcast recorded on the live Avery. And today we're here with Birdman Dad. And we're going to be talking about plants that you should put in your aviaries, which is quite an interesting subject. Alright Birdman Dad, take it away. Hi everyone, how are you going? Anyway, so today we thought we would have a quick discussion on plants inside the aviaries. Here in uh, Perth, where we uh, obviously live and um, have our aviaries, we are very, very big on planted aviaries. Yep, so you know I'm very big on the grasses in the aviaries, um, and there's two reasons for that. So in the summertime, uh, obviously the seed heads are available for the birds, and you can't give your birds enough seeded grass, in my opinion. Uh, they, all our finches, whether it be the Australian finches or the few exotic finches that we keep, they're always, always eating grass heads. And the more food that you can replicate in your aviary that they may have in the wild, I think the better off the birds feel a lot happier. They breed a lot more freely, and it's just a, it's just a tick in every area. Now. In the winter months, and we've had some really, really cold, stormy days here so far, so obviously I look on a lot of the bird sites and I see people are covering their cages as best they can to keep the winds, the draughts, the rain off their birds, which I think is a great idea if that's what you have to do. I believe the winds, the cold, cold winds is what will knock your birds over. Cold weather, not as much, because... um, Obviously, they do get used to it. But the other thing the grasses seem to be really, really good for, and we've noticed it in our aviaries, and believe me, our aviaries are fully planted out big time, is they just get down in amongst it on the... Uh, so in the late of the evenings, if we know we're going to have cold, stormy weather, the birds tends to drop down and will go in under the grass to sort of get some protection. So that's the other reason... Um, I know we've spoken about mice before, but we, you know we we try and advocate that you have your mouse-proof aviaries because yes, I do know mice can get in and take over in these planted aviaries, but you, you know you've got to have your rat walls, what we call rat walls. We've got ten, you know, nine hundred mil high from uh, the uh, the footings up, and then we've obviously got footings down in the ground, so we try and stop any vermin from getting in. The other thing that we we uh, have sort of use a lot is your native shrubs. A couple of the shrubs uh, that I know we use, and 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 we will put some um, scientific names up for you later. But I we call them uh, mouse ears is is one that we use, and one sided one sided sorry bottle brush. I think the 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 bushier the native plants that you can get, the better because you will see straight away the birds are in them either to build nests, to hide. They just feel secure. If there's a... uh, We live sort of on the outskirts of Perth, so we have a lot of uh, rural properties around us, and every now and then you'll you'll have your common hawks, whether it be falcon or goshawks, come over, or a goshawk that may end up on top of the aviary. The birds will dart for the bushes, shrubs, and hide. So it gives them even added protection. So that's one of the reasons that I think that it's just a great idea to have these in your aviaries. Yep. And also I, I do realise that a lot of people do have 
concrete floors in their cages. So they're listening to me at the moment thinking, well, how can I do that? We, no, we've got concrete floors, so we can't plant anything. But what you can do is you can get some giant pots from uh, either your local hardware or Bunnings or somewhere, get the massive big pots so you can put your grass in there or, or even plant your shrubs in these pots um, and have them in your aviary so they'll still grow so they'll still be fine the other thing that we do is you can get like pvc holders um, and what i mean by that is some 50 millimeter or 65 millimeter round pvc pipe cut into about 800 mil lengths um, and and if you're able to get hold of some native shrub if you've got it in the garden or down one of the parks or somewhere um providing you're allowed to trim these plants um, bring them home stuff them in the tubes um, up as high as you can down as low as you want and you'll you'll find again the finches will 100 uh, percent be attracted straight away and it, and a lot of it i believe is is, is protection you know they're just not just going to fly f- back and forward in a, in a cage with with no protection that they can they can hide in or nest amongst or even roost in at night um, especially on the on the colder night so uh, that's just that's just a couple things um, I'm sure we've spoken about uh, the cages as in covering them with the plastic uh, we've just recently been through one of our sets of flights and got some twin wall it's called twin wall paneling. Uh, we, we ended up getting that from Bunnings. I know it's not the cheapest product in the world, but I will leave it on there winter and summer. And it's called Twin Wall because it's got like in the middle of it where the air can flow, so it doesn't tend to get over hot in the summertime, and it just keeps things a bit warmer in the winter time. So that's uh, that's one of the other things that we are doing here at the moment. We did also use an exotic rosemary bush. And when we built our flights over a lot of our native garden, a couple of the plants did die off. Unfortunately, they weren't getting the sun that they should have, um, and we and we lost um, a couple of them. I did contemplate in pulling them out until I was noticing that when the bushes actually did die off, it seemed to attract the birds, and they get up in amongst them. One of them's like probably only a metre off the ground and the birds are always in there so what we did was we tend to put a bit of cut shrub on the top of it or a bit of grass your nesting materials on top of it and yeah the birds just are always in there if young ones jump out of the nest they always seem to end up in this dead tree or dead shrub Um, I'm not sure what it is there's other green shrubs in the aviaries but they all seem to be attracted to it and and that's where they end up so you just really need somewhere where the birds can one get out of the you know the the winds and the and the rain if need be, but I think more so with the protection. Like we get a lot of um, just your native magpies that fly around and and they're pretty good. We've had no dramas with them attacking our birds or anything, but sometimes they'll startle the birds. Um, same with the the native um, bronze wing pigeon we get here. They'll come down and and startle the birds and. And the birds just fly straight to these like little protection zones, um, hide away in there until they think the coast is clear, and and um, out they come again. So, so yeah, just quickly back on the grass um, 
thing again. I know I do go on about it a little bit, but if you think, well, you know, I can't grow grasses, and I understand that, you know, you've got your concrete floors, chicory weed and um, your oats, little wild oats and things like that, you can get yourself a, you know, really cheap plastic tray, and they're not hard to grow, like your clovers, a lot of clovers and this chickweed actually come up in your lawns. So if you've, you know, if you've got a lawn, for example, don't think you've got to spray that and throw it away or dig it out and do whatever, uh, because the finches absolutely love it. Obviously, you can't spray it and give it to your birds. You know, you know that. But um, all those grass seeds that do actually come out in the winter time, uh, I'm sitting up here at the moment watching some little orange cheeks, for example. And they are absolutely going ballistic on some chicory weed that we've pulled up out of the garden. And they, they've been sitting there for a good half an hour just eating that. Um, other finches are coming and going. So all these grasses and seeded stuff that does come up, um, it's really, really good. It's really good and nutritional for your birds. I love the um, thistle grass that we get. Thistle weed, we call it. On our block, we get a lot of that come up in the winter time. Um, and if you just keep snipping it off the top where it flowers, and sometimes even when you snip it and turn it over, you'll, you'll see little bugs on it. Well, that plant, if you just keep snipping that, that just keeps reshooting, um, and birds absolutely love it. There's another um, vegetable that we planted in all our aviaries, and again, I know people that do put this in pots, is Slav cabbage. That's really, really good for your birds. Um, and it also attracts um, aphids on the back of it. And we have some Australian finches that will sort of hang upside down on the underside of the leaf and just pick away at these little aphids, uh, which, is, which is good. I mean, it's live food. It's obviously what they want. That's the other thing that, you know, you're... Um, your shrubs and your grasses and all that will attract is the the little insects and and you will see the the birds will will spend all day in there looking around and eating this and eating that so it's all it's all very very good for them and you need to well not just winter but I and I have said it a lot before you really need to give your birds the most you can give them over winter because that's when your birds are very vulnerable. If, if you've got a bird that's a little bit off colour, um, the winter weeks, months or whatever will really normally is when you'll knock him over and lose him. You've got a little bit more in the summertime where they'll pull through. Um, but normally if a bird's a little bit sick and not looking too well in the, in the cold winter weeks, months, whatever, they, they don't last five minutes. So that's just another thing I'm thinking that would be really handy. So, and like I say, a lot of it is so easy to grow. So yeah, they were just a few things I thought we would discuss with you guys. And like I say, keep it coming. The questions that you're sending are unbelievable. Anything, anything that you find that you want to ask, definitely, If you might think it's silly, but it might not be. And we can share it with other people. If, so, if you've got some ideas out there, and uh, look, please run them by us. I certainly don't know everything. So keep the ideas coming, emails coming. And yeah, all right then. So thanks for listening. Bye. Hi, everyone. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode today on what plants you should put in your aviaries. It's a very interesting talk with Birdman Dad that we had today. And he shared a lot of insightful knowledge.
Now remember everyone, we have an Instagram, birdman underscore dad. We also have a YouTube channel, birdman dad. Alright everyone, I hope you guys check us out on Instagram and YouTube, and to tune in next time, next fortnight to be exact, we have a really interesting conversation with a very interesting person in a very interesting part of the world. Alright everyone, we'll see you next time.